1: everyone thank you so much for joining us we have la galaxy head coach greg Banny here we'll start with a question from josh Gesman. josh go ahead
3: all right we got you back greg
2: yes i could not hear anything so now i can do a better job of answering questions that i can hear so
3: Uh, I I hope that helps. I hope the questions are worth that. Um, Quick, uh, first for you, there's rumors of uh, Douglas Costa coming to the LA Galaxy. I wanted to know if you could uh, comment on those.
2: Uh, I can't uh, in the moment. Today's not really my DP discussion or announcement or anything day. So uh, I'm going to leave that one off for now. But hopefully we'll be getting to uh, that portion of the show, not too far down the road of who's coming in and who it's going to be and all that.
3: All right. Understood. Um, I, I wanted to know where, where you think this team is, uh, fitness wise. And obviously there's been a couple of scrimmages since last time we, uh, we talked to you, uh, Farai Mutatu has, has scored a couple goals and, and had an assist there as well. I was wondering what the prospects or what he'd need to do in order to, to, to make this uh first team.
2: Yeah. Uh, in terms of where the guys are, I, I think we're in a good spot. We've, you know, everybody's played 45 minutes twice now, which, um, is a good spot to be in at this point. Hopefully this weekend, we're going to get a lot of guys through 60 minutes. And by the time we're, we're in Coachella, we'll be hitting 90 minutes and we'll get two to three of those in our belt before we hit the first game. So from a fitness standpoint, I think we're, we're in the right spot. Um, majority of guys have been in. We've only had a couple guys who've missed a few days of training here or there. So I think the, the larger, uh, broader, part of the roster is all kind of in the same place physically uh, which is a good thing. You just, you don't want to miss too many guys during, during preseason, which is also why we do, we really, I feel like our guys do a really good job of ramping guys up and not just killing them. And then we get guys injured and then we, we have guys missing preseason. So we've had the vast majority of guys in and in a good fitness spot. Um, You know, after the two, uh, the two scrimmages, I think, again, the first one was a bit of a goal fest. Uh, Some of that was just preseason stuff where, You know, you're not sharp, you lose balls in bad places, you get punished for it, things like that, that we obviously have to um, continue to get sharper through preseason. But I thought some of the attacking play was very good. I thought some of our defending work in once, you know, through our organized defending was very good. Two of the goals we got hit on were just fast counterattacks because we lost it in the buildup. So, um, but i was I was pleased with the overall effort I was pleased with the intensity the purpose of uh, and the intentions uh, that both groups had um, yesterday was just was really an exercise where we were concentrating on with the ball stuff uh, trying to set our attacks be intentional get guys connected in their movements uh, set up final actions all that kind of stuff the I got to give a lot of credit to the opponents and the group that came out to play us they were they were organized. They worked really hard. Uh, they didn't make mistakes, which meant we had to create chances and goals. Uh, and they were very respectful. So I was really appreciative of of their work. It made it for a really good exercise for us. And I thought it was a real purposeful day, one that it's hard to get when you're just playing against each other all the time. I feel like guys are tired of competing against each other and just needed some fresh faces to go against. And again, very purposeful day. So. Um, yeah, I feel we're in a good spot, but we won't really, really know until now we start to play some of these games, like the one we have on Saturday. And as we progress, we'll have a, we'll have better measuring sticks of our fitness and better measuring sticks of just kind of the things we need to continue to build upon. Um, as far as Farai, uh, he's certainly done a nice job of coming in and, you know, imposing himself on the situations that he's been in. And he's a handful, he's a physical specimen, he's strong, he's low to the ground. He's got great balance you know, he rides challenges, he works hard on and off the ball. Uh, so he has a lot of tools to work with. I mean, he's got a nose for the goal in and around the box, as we've seen, he's got a couple goals assist. Uh, and really, he's just he's come in with with a great mentality to work. He's, he's sharp. So when we give him some tactical nuances and things, he's able to adapt pretty quickly and stay uh, stay with the priorities of the moment. Uh, so he's done a good he's done a great job. Again, I think Preseason and especially these early games aren't the ultimate measure of things, but he's certainly put a, his best foot forward and and shown that uh, he does have a real bright future. And we're just going to keep working with him day to day and uh, and give him the right challenges that he needs to move forward. So, but he certainly put himself in the conversation for um, what happens for him this year. Thanks, Greg. Yep.
1: We'll go with Damian Calhoun.
2: Hey, Greg, how you doing? Hey, Damian, well yourself?
0: Good. Hey, yeah, um. Great. Uh, about right. were you were you a part of the group that went to the um, combine to to get a look at him
2: i was not um i was uh at a different event uh other than that and so yeah the guys uh, but i did i reached out to a couple of people who gave us really good feedback on on him and his skill set and quality um we also liked the potential of his versatility that he can do a number of different things potentially um so he wasn't just a straightforward, he only plays one position and one position only. He's a player who has the capacity to maybe do different things. And, and we wanted to really just see what was gonna be his best attributes as we, as we kind of choose a path for him at the professional level. So um, we've heard nothing but wonderful things about him as a person and the work rate and all that stuff. And he's certainly brought all of that.
0: And I guess we're, we're talking to Mark Delgado here late uh, um, after you, what does he bring to this, this team on the field? And you and probably in the locker room as well.
2: Yeah, Mark is uh, – um, he's one of those guys I think sometimes that can go under the radar or be a little underappreciated, but he does so many little things that don't necessarily show up on the, the score line, but they really help a team in, in ways that are – just are immeasurable. The quantity of, of work that he puts forth in the game, like we, we have the hot – the. The 100 top performances physically over the course of a season, we can look at those. Markey is the only player that has 10 or 12 uh, games where he's in the top 100 of the season. Like he just has a, an incredible capacity and engine for work. With that, he's, he's got a, his ability to transition from attack to defending and defending to attacking, I think, is as good as anyone in the league. And so it's never a moment where he loses time. He's always he's always ahead of the game. He's always on the clock, which I think is important. Uh, and and he's super aware. He's he's a guy that I call him the great balancer. He's the guy that recognizes when a when a space is empty, it needs to be filled. He recognizes when the defense defenders need help, he's always there to help. It's he just has this he has awareness and a, and uh, and a capacity to cover ground and do things at a rate. He's also for me. You know, he's a he's a time giver. And by that I mean you'll rarely see Mark take three, four, five touches on the ball. He his capacity to play in one touch and give his time to other players and his capacity to keep the game flowing so that the attacking players and the guys who do get the assists and do get the goals, they get the ball when they need it so that they can be effective. For me, he's one of the best players in the league in terms of giving time to the guys who's who are expected to have goals and assists. He'll contribute a few along the way, but really, he he's he's a big engine in making things connect from uh, from all these different phases of play. So, really excited. He's been great since he's been here. He's you know he's immediately integrated in the group uh, from a locker room perspective. He's a winner every time he plays, uh, whether it's small sided or or in the bigger game. He's he competes and he looks for ways to influence the game and win it. Not always, like I said, on the goal and score sheet, but he does work that uh, just immeasurable in many ways. All right, thank you. Yeah.
4: We'll go with Scott French. Hi, Greg. Um, yeah, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Great. Thank All right. Can we take it by the timing of this that you are not watching the African semifinals? Correct. <laughs> well, we're going to overtime. Oh, okay. Uh, I have two questions for you. One, one on Marky. you, uh, you also coached him at Chivas. Uh, how early did you rec- recognize this in him and how much did, how much has, did he have to grow from that point?
2: Yeah. So Mark was with us uh, at Chivas. I think he was under 16 on the under 16 team, maybe 15, 16 at the time. Uh, he was actually playing for Dan Kalichman, who was the coach of that team at the time. Uh, and for us, it was obvious right off the bat. First and foremost, he had a world-class engine, which is, you know, something that Jim Liston back in the days who worked with us would always say, like, this kid can work, he can run, he can cover ground like a professional, but he was only, you know, 16 years old. We would bring him into the first team. He would compete to win the the beep test right, at, right off the bat. And you just saw that his capacity to do work was off the charts. He was never a, a player who wanted to be on the ball for long periods of time. He was always trying to facilitate, get the ball to the next guy. He was moving off the ball. He was doing, he was doing a lot of those little things really well. Um, But he was doing them at a level that we were all comfortable that, you know, he was, he was going to be able to be a pro for players like that. Again, it becomes, he, he developed a greater level of awareness. He became more purposeful with each of his movements. He started to understand the spaces a little bit better how to read game, their game a little bit better so that he was more efficient with his work and, and, and uh, could impact games in his way uh, through awareness, through, again, uh, efficiency, through all of these things that you would see from a great a connector. Not necessarily a guy who is, again, the difference maker on the scoreboard, but he's a high level connector of things on, on the field for us. And so we saw those things from him pretty young uh and he's just continued to hone in on those things i mean he hasn't really tried to change who he is he hasn't tried to overly evolve his game he's just become more and more i think uh more masterful at what it is that he does and who he is
4: and secondly we we started seeing rumors maybe about five and a half weeks ago or so um on eric zavaleta and possibility of him coming to the galaxy you obviously have a professional and personal relationship with eric uh are you looking at him or have you had conversations? Are you involved in conversations now? Uh,
2: we, I have spoken with him. I have spoken with his agent. It's not a move that we are, that we are sizing up or making. Um, you know, something that we talked about is our center back depth and whether we need something there, whether he ends up being the right person or not, we haven't made any real progress or discussion on that, but um uh, certainly he's out there and he's a free agent, but there's nothing in the works or in the making of Wonderful. Thank you, Greg. Yep.
1: We'll go with Gio Garcia. Gio, go ahead.
4: Hey, Greg. Hope you're doing well. Great to see you. Thanks, Joe.
2: You're muted again. There you
1: go. Joe, I think you're muted. Hey,
2: there. Greg.
4: There we there go. We go. Yeah. Hey, hey, Greg. Good to see you again. Um, I know there's there's a lot there's a lot going on this off season. You guys have had a lot of great signings. I wanted to ask about uh Christian Pavone. I know there's rumors out there. Um what's the likelihood are you is the Galaxy still interested in Christian Pavone or have you guys moved on away from him?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'll say the same thing I say. It's it's not a simple situation. It's a complicated situation. Uh there's a lot of things that are um that are in that situation that don't make it as straightforward as, you know, maybe some people would like. And so uh, is it a possibility? Maybe. Is it, uh, is it likely? Don't know if I could say that it's likely, but uh, obviously it's a player we monitor. We know well uh, a lot of like, like a lot of the things that he did on the field, but there's still a lot of questions that, that are unresolved that uh, need to be resolved before that could any, even be a, a real discussion or serious discussion.
4: Thanks. And uh, what, what'd you think about Jonah Rajo getting about what, 15, 20 minutes yesterday?
2: That was great. I, I, I loved seeing him get on the field for many reasons for him, for him first and foremost, uh, to have that opportunity. I, you know, I know and I could see it in him a little bit, just he was anxious to get on the field and, and try to impact the game and, uh you know he was flying and buzzing I thought he had a you know a couple moments um where he put a good ball across the face of the goal it kind of created an opportunity there at the back post but you could tell he had a lot of that anxiety energy and Julian's already an energetic fellow and and so it's important to get that first moment and get that first sensation for your national team and uh, and I thought 15 minutes was at least, it gave him that opportunity, hopefully to help him relax next time. And maybe he gets 90, whatever that looks like. But I was really happy for him because I know he's worked hard for that opportunity. He deserves it. And, uh, and there's only bright things for him for, for the Mexico National team and for us as well. So it was, it's a great experience for him. Thank you. go we'll with
1: one final one with Alicia Rodriguez. Thank you very much. Uh, hi, Greg, thanks for your time today. Thank you. I wanted to ask you about, um, your tactical approach this season. Um, you're somebody who's often used different formations and, um, kind of different systems, uh, throughout your coaching career. Um, and last season you said that you wanted to kind of keep some continuity in order to kind of implement a system. What is your approach for this season? Are you looking to, um, you know, mix it up when you need to, depending on the game, the game state, that sort of thing, or are you looking to kind of maintain something, uh, stable and, and, and keep it pretty consistent this year?
2: Yeah. Um, first of all, I always love a tactical question. So thank you. Uh, so for, for us, the most important thing is that we, we do what is best for us first and foremost, and, and the players that we have and we fit them into a shape, uh, I call it that is, um, most conducive to getting our best guys on the field and giving our best guys the opportunity to be successful, but also keeping the guys that are supporting players in roles that, that help them to be successful. So uh, we want to be consistent. Uh, We want clarity. We'd like to be able to adapt, adapt inside of our consistency. I think that's a big thing. I'm not a big, I know there's a lot of talk about shapes, but shapes alter inside of games all the time. If you know, You can choose to build with four, you can choose to build with three, you can play one pivot, two pivots, you can play with wingers or two strikers, all of that can involve inside of a game or inside of the field for us. uh, We'll have rotations and different things that we'll rotate into but our base system will primarily be the same and so uh, we won't get into too much of that it's more for us it's it's. Uh, A little bit of an if then scenario. If we see this, then that gives us the cue to do a little bit of that. And and then we play inside of our principles that never change. Our shape may change inside of a game, but our principles never change defensively or offensively. For me now, it's more about about continuity. It's about execution. There's certainly things that we have to improve upon. It's about transition reactions and preparation. I felt like last year was too easy for teams when we lost balls to, to penetrate us and get into our half the field. We recovered too many balls too deep, which doesn't do you, uh, which means you're probably giving up chances and you also have to go too far to create chances on the other side. Um, There's, there's things inside of what we do that I think we just have to get better at. And if we do, we, uh, we can change the momentum of, you know, goals against, for example, in, in a big way. And so um, those are things that we're focusing on. Is is more inside of what we're trying to do inside of our shape and enhancing um, the things that we want to do and do them well and do them better with more continuity. So,
1: awesome, thank you. You have one more from Damian. Damian, go ahead.
2: Yeah. Hey Greg, um,
0: want to touch base on 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 the group of uh, homegrooms that was signed last year. What have you seen out of them? This um, I know training camp's only been a couple of weeks here, but. Uh, Dunbar, Neil, Perez, and Saldana. What have you seen out of that group, and what do you what do you need for them to show going forward here? Uh,
2: I think they're all they're all maturing, um, which is which is a good thing. They're all very young. I mean they're they're all o threes that you that you mentioned. O two for Adam who is injured. Uh, you know, so Adam is injured and he'll be out for a little while. Uh, and but as far as Cam cam for me is is he's talented he's still a young player he has the potential to have little game changing moments throughout the game It's just for him and I've said this to him it's about being more consistent between those moments. It's being able to defend with consistency with uh, with reliability it's it's uh, all the moments inside that that show that you're ready to take on 70 80 90 minutes 45 minutes and be consistent in those those reliability areas. Again, it's defensively, it's in possession. It's in all of the things that, that as a young player, that get you on the field and they make the coach feel like, okay, he's got his area covered. Right. And, and then, then when they get enough of that, they grow out of that and then they can start to become more difference makers and stuff like that. But we can't have difference makers who are unreliable. And I think that's the part that uh, that cam is just working through a little bit is through some of that, those reliable moments, being better in possession, being better on the defensive side, um and all that he's he's making progress which we like he just needs again more games and more repetitions and more opportunities uh you know johnny there's some similarities in that with johnny because he does have a wonderful left foot he's uh to me he's always surprising and he always shocks people at his speed and his quickness and and his ability to create on situations but again it's his connectedness and his concentration in the moments where he's not making a difference in the game, making sure he's connected with the team. He's reliable on the defending side and doing his role. Uh, and, and he's also reliable in possession moments and things like that. So again, it's just maturity for those, for those guys. We love their upside. Uh, we're hoping they can take another step forward and have more, some more impact through the course of the season. Um, but that, that's just us continuing to try to develop and bring them along, but they've done well. Jalen is a young, man. I have, I have huge, huge, uh, Hope for, Uh, I just think he could be a, I think he could be an outstanding center back, not only in this league, I think he can go play at a high level sometime. He just has, he has a mentality of a center back that you don't see all the time. Uh, Very even keel, very calm. He's a game reader. He's always assessing the situation and understanding the priorities in a situation, which is really important for center backs. Uh, He understands when he's trying to win the ball versus when he just needs to control plays uh he, he's very comfortable on the ball he's got a, a nice confidence about him and just a maturity about how he goes about his business Jalen Jalen will will play a role somewhere in this season where we want to bring him along and get him some experiences I'm really excited about his future but he's a young center back and so it's it's doing that in the right ways and putting him in, in places to be successful and and to continue to grow but we're really excited about about uh, his future, we were a little unfortunate last year, and he was a little bit unfortunate that he he got injured towards the beginning of the year and ended up missing about five months. He was ex- excellent in preseason last year, and I thought he, next last year he would start to make his his debut and start to get the feel for first team soccer. Unfortunately, just by the timing and the way things worked, it'll it'll be this year. But he he'll play a role, stay healthy, and he's gonna he'll he'll get some of those opportunities this year. And um, what's I'm sorry,
0: what's Saldana's
2: injury? Uh, he fractured his ankle and some off-season training work that he was doing. He, uh, so he ended up having a surgery and, uh, and repairing and he's on the recovery phase of that. So I don't know exactly the timeline, but he's got a little bit of work to do to, to get back. Thank you. Yep.
1: Thanks for your time, Greg.
2: All right. Thank you everyone. See you soon.
1: Thank you. Hi, everyone. We have Mark Delgado here. Mark, thank you so much for joining us. Officially welcoming you to our media um, in Los Angeles. We'll start with the first question with Damian Calhoun from the LA Daily News. Damian, go
0: ahead. Hey, Mark. How you doing? Good. How you doing, Damian? Doing, doing all right. Um, you've had quite a journey here. We um, Starting your career all the way back with Chivas USA. What has this journey been like for you?
5: Uh, it's, been, it's been good. I mean, it's been a lot of ups and downs, but overall I've taken, you know, only the positive things out of the whole, you know, ride since, you know, Chivas, the Chivas days. Um, and I've only gotten better and, you know, become a better person as well off the field. So, uh, you know, I take all the positives with all the experiences and, uh, you know, bring it here to the club and, you know, do my part uh, on the field and, you know, in the locker room with, uh, you know, bringing in my own personality to the team.
0: And what have you noticed out of the group the last couple of weeks here in, in, um, in, in, camp, you guys have had, uh, two scrimmages, I believe. Um, I'm not yep. sure what you played in both or.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I've been part of both. Uh, you know, we first game, you know, we're still getting to know one another, uh, you know, what, uh, each other, how we play, what's our strengths, what's, you know, not so much of our, our strengths. So, you know, first game was more of that. And then, you know, the second game was more of, you know, uh, gluing things together. So uh, it's been, it's been good, you know, from the beginning to now, we, I think, and uh, I know, and I've noticed uh, that we've, you know, continuing to getting better and better and better uh, each day. So, and then we're also getting comfortable with one another as well in the locker room. So it's uh it's been a good journey so far. All right. Thanks a lot. No worries.
1: We'll go with Nikki K from
5: Spectrum Sportsnet. Nikki, go ahead.
1: Hey Mark, how's it going? Welcome uh, to the galaxy. And first of all, what's your transition like been off the field moving here, kind of getting situated. What does that look like right now?
5: Uh, I'm just staying with some family right now. Uh, you know, I still got, to finish the move, uh, with all our stuff in Toronto. But, you know, my wife uh, is taking care of all of that just so I can, you know, solely focus on, you know, my game here and the team and everything here. So thank you. Thank her for that. Um, cause she's stressing out about that. So I get to relax and focus here. So, you know, she's, uh, great. And, uh, thank you so much for that, but yeah, uh, that's kind of where I'm at right now.
1: And um, Coach was raving just about your ability to move the ball, kind of be selfless in terms of setting up other guys to do what they need to do on the field. I guess, where did, where did your philosophy in soccer kind of originate and, and where did you learn to be kind of that great balancer on the field?
5: Uh, I've kind of learned that, um, I'd say, in, in my time in Toronto with Greg in 2017 I believe just because you know as a young I was a young player and I mean I still am young uh but you know the, the dribbling and all this you know special stuff that just you know a lot of things that give you you know all the highlights and stuff like that just wasn't you know working out for me so I was like okay uh time to review, you know, some video from training and games and what could I do better to, you know, better myself and then, you know, better the team and get, you know, the results that we need uh, desperately. So I reviewed and studied like video and training games and I just come to find out that, you know, I can play one touch uh, and, you know, speeds up the play, speeds up things, gives my other teammates more time. It, uh, it unbalances the opponent uh most of the time. So I I figured that out and I tried it and you know it seemed it seemed to work. So I, I stuck with it and you know it's really uh you know gotten me far. So here I am with Greg again because it seems like <laughs> it's working. So uh, I'm glad to be here.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much and welcome. Looking forward to a good season. Thank you Nikki. Thanks Nikki we'll go with Scott French. So go ahead.
4: Hey Mark, um, what what is it like to be coming home? How does that? How big of a deal is that for you?
5: It's it's nice. Uh, I know it's home, but at the end of the day, I'm looking at it as more of a, a job. You know, uh, I know I'm home, but I have a job to do. So I'm definitely not trying to get comfortable in any type of way. Um, you know, trying to keep myself in check, on edge at all times. So, you know, that hunger and uh, eagerness to continue to get better and battle every day and make my teammates better is always there. So, uh, yeah, it, uh, and then on a side note, it's obviously nice to be home and have family around as well. So, But I don't want to get too carried away with that, you know. Uh, it's yeah. a little distraction on the side, but I try to stay focused as, uh, as well as I can.
4: But you've spent uh, most of your career, almost all of it, uh, with Greg and uh what what are the things that you see in greg what makes him the coach that he is
5: uh yeah i mean i've been a- around greg for a very long time since you know my teenage days uh yeah he i mean he's just a really really intelligent coach uh he knows what the game needs uh he knows you know the ins and outs he always has a plan b and even a plan c for things so you know we don't ever come across and you know not know what to do we always have a plan um and those are things that I've really admired and you know I've really appreciated as having him as a coach you know and we even you know talk about trainings and games and games that have happened on tv and tactics which I've over the years uh started to enjoy to talk about more with him so uh it's it's been uh definitely a good you know, building block over the years with him.
1: Wonderful.
3: Thank you, Mark. Yeah. Thank you. We'll go
1: with Josh Gessman with corner of the galaxy.
3: Nice. Josh, go ahead. Hey, Mark, welcome to the, to the galaxy. Um, quick question. Obviously last year with, 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 Greg, he came in and moved around about 17 players that came in. And so this preseason last year was very sort of trying to get everybody together. You're coming in as a guy who uh, is from the outside and, and seeing this team, how, put together do you see it how far along in the process of of sort of implementing greg's different tactical ideas do you do you see this club right now
5: uh yeah good uh good question um well yeah my first impressions uh there are good players on the team i've watched you know the team play throughout last year and they were definitely missing some pieces and i think uh as to i think that's why i was brought here um to, you know, fill in some of those gaps that are uh, needed. And I think bringing me in, it, it'll definitely glue some things together. Um, and then obviously you have the DP coming in as well. So I think things are, are moving in the right direction. Uh, we have the players, but uh, we just need to, you know, like I said, glue, glue together and execute the game plan at the end of the day. You know, everyone's eager and hungry to get results, um, you know, make the playoffs, uh, win titles and things like that. So we need to, you know, stick with that ambition, uh, each player every day, and we just need to continue to better ourselves every day. And, you know, we have the players to do all that. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. No worries. Thank you.
1: Go with Alicia Rodriguez. Alicia, go ahead. Thank you uh, hi mark welcome home I uh, wanted to ask you uh, I guess kind of your dynamic in in the locker room um, you've been a pro for a decade but you're still only 26 and that's pretty unusual um, these days so are do you you know are, are you one of the veterans are you one of um, you know kind of the guys Uh, in the middle like like what is your your uh, spot in the in the group and and kind of how are you fitting in with the the dynamic so far
5: uh yeah um I guess uh you can call me a veteran just because that's what everyone calls me and then uh the the young guys think I'm a lot older as well and they they're surprised to find out I'm 26 when I tell them I am 26 uh but yeah I mean I'm you know I think I'm in a good position and at a good age to relate with both, you know, the veterans, cause I have the experience underneath my belt. And then I can re- relate with the young guys as well, because I've been in their position as well. And, you know, I relate with them a little bit more on, you know, their likings and their taste on, you know, music and things like that off the field as well. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm in a good position and, you know, uh, I've been getting to know the young guys and getting to know the older guys as well, the, the veterans and, you know, just, you know, getting more, making them more comfortable talking with me, you know, good banter all around and just uh, just bringing in a a good, a good vibe to the team. Um, And then also, you know, on the field, I can help, you know, the young, the young inexperienced players with uh, the experience that I have. And then, uh, you know, I can help, the experienced players as well, bringing in what I've experienced and what I know and how, you know, I can help the team as well, just because, you know, that's what I was brought in to do. So I think uh, I'm in a good position right now with, you know, getting to know everyone and then also gluing with the team on the field as well.
1: Mark, thank you so much for your time.
5: No worries. Thank you. Thank you guys. Can't wait to meet you guys each in person. See you guys. Peace.